Hey, how you going? Uh, this is Alina, and welcome to the Along Kim English podcast. Uh, for this episode, I thought I would talk about what my first year in Melbourne was like. Um, I'm going to focus on my experience uh, moving here as an international student. I'll talk about having to adapt to Australian life, what homestay was like for me. Um, I'll explain what words like hostel, dormitory and college means in Australia, which are different in American English. And my experience in the foundation program I was enrolled in. Now, this was a long time ago, uh, so some details are a bit hazy. But before we start, um, transcripts are available on the website alongkimenglish.com or you can read along if you're watching the video on YouTube. Okay, I might have mentioned before, uh, maybe. I moved here in February 2002. Uh, this was 19 years ago. I came here as an international student. I did uh, something called a foundation year which is a pre-university program or a year 12 equivalent to prepare you for entry into the first year of university. Um, I graduated, thankfully, and got into Monash University here in Melbourne. Uh, so this was something that was planned and expected for a number of years. Uh, my siblings also came to Australia as international students. If I'm not mistaken, they actually did high school here instead of a foundation year program. Um, they didn't study in Melbourne though, they went to Adelaide instead, which is a city in South Australia. Somehow, um, I ended up in Melbourne. Now because of the age gap between me and my siblings, uh, they had left to Australia when I was like nine, I think. So it was kind of expected that I would eventually come to Australia to uh, study as well. Uh, by the time I moved to Melbourne, um, about seven years later, they had all left Australia and moved back to Southeast Asia. Uh, I was 16 years old when I moved here. Um, I was turning 17. So because of my age, my mom decided to put me in a homestay. I was there for two or three years. Uh, I don't remember how long I was there for, but I know I moved out after I turned 18. Uh, 18 is when you are legally an adult in Australia. Um, in Victoria, this is the age when you buy alcohol, buy cigarettes, uh, gamble if you want to, buy a house if you can, uh, marry and legally drive. Uh, in my school or in the college that I went to, uh, I was one of the youngest ones. Um, many of my classmates were already 18 and lived in student accommodation, which is a hostel or dormitory associated with the college we went to. For those who were younger than 18, they had to get parental consent uh, to stay in student accommodation. And well, um, my mom opted to put me in a homestay instead. So a homestay is a private home that accepts overseas students uh, to live as part of the family. Basically, it's a host family. It's, it's kind of supposed to be a cultural exchange between the international student and host family. Um, that would be ideal, but I can't say that 
that's the case for everyone who has stayed in a homestay. Yeah. So I say the first few months were a bit rough. My mom did accompany me when I came here, uh, but of course she eventually left. Um, I was a bit like a like a fish out of water. Um, fish out of water is an idiom to say that someone is uncomfortable in a specific situation. So even though I had previously traveled to Australia and my siblings had lived in Australia for a number of years, um, there was some culture shock uh, because of actually having to live here. Culture shock uh, is a term to refer to the feeling of disorientation or confusion experienced by someone when they are suddenly subjected to an unfamiliar culture, uh, way of life, or set of attitudes. Um, I had to get used to the weather. Uh, there are four seasons here, but it was hot every day in Brunei. Although it was summertime when I arrived, um, it can get quite cold in the morning and then get really hot during the day. So I wasn't used to that. Um, I hadn't quite learned to check the weather forecasts, um, the daily weather forecast, and deal with the four seasons in one day. That's typical of Melbourne weather. Uh, I had to learn how to use public transportation here. Um, I had used public transportation when I lived in Singapore, but in Brunei, we got around with cars. Here, I spent two hours every day commuting to and from school, which is not something I had ever done before. Um, I mean, this is not something I would want to do now anyway. Uh, I had to learn how to budget. Um, I went from getting a small weekly allowance uh, to spend on my social activities in Brunei to getting my monthly allowance in Melbourne to manage my homestay, rent, phone bills, transportation fees, etc. This was probably one of the biggest adjustments for me because it meant I was kind of thrusted into being responsible for my livelihood or aspects of it anyway that I had never done before. Um, managing finances was a struggle throughout my studies until I finally got a job and got extra income. Uh, there's an informal term called adulting which refers to actions and behaviours that are considered typical of adults. Uh, quite often people will use the term when they want to bemoan the challenges of adult responsibilities. So yeah, so I was thrusted into this adulting stage of life that I was very unprepared and ill-equipped for. Um, I had to make new friends. Uh, at the time, I didn't realize how much this would impact me. Um, but I left all my friends to a place where I didn't have any. And I had to get used to living with other people uh, who had very different lifestyles, uh, very different ways of communicating, and different expectations of... Uh, living together. The funny thing is, everyone that lived in that household came from Brunei, including my homestay mother who had migrated to Melbourne many years before. However, I didn't really get along with the people I lived with, including my homestay mother. 
yeah, it, it's a bit weird and unfortunate. Um, you'd think there'd be some kind of bond because of our shared background or something, but not really. Um, I was also homesick. Uh, I remember writing an essay talking about missing Brunei. It's possible this was exacerbated by all the things I was going through. Or that the things I was going through compounded my feelings of homesickness. Uh, here, I'm using the word compound. Um, this can be used as a noun, adjective, and verb. But this is one of those words where different syllables are stressed uh, depending on whether you use it as a noun or verb. So with the noun and adjective, uh, the first syllable is stressed, compound. With the verb, the second syllable is stressed instead, compound. Okay, so compound uh, means to make something worse or intensify the negative aspects of. Uh, compounded my feelings of homesickness. Anyway, this was this was a very long time ago. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, homestay is a private home that hosts overseas students or visitors. It's actually very common here in Australia. Um, when my siblings first came over, uh, they were also in homestay arrangements before they were legally old enough to move out on their own. Um, unfortunately, they also didn't have very good experiences. Of course, not everyone who lived in homestays uh, had bad experiences, but I think in general, living with strangers or learning to live with strangers can be challenging for a variety of reasons. Uh, there can be personality clashes, um, different cleaning and hygiene standards, cultural differences, or even culture shock, uh, miscommunication, uh, different expectations, different personal boundaries, etc. Um, despite all that, uh, I have met people who had positive experiences. Um, I met someone who said they had a homestay mother who really cared for them, like her own children, because her own kids had moved out of the house. Uh, apparently he gained a lot of weight because uh, she loved to cook for them. Yeah, so it's not all bad. Um, so back to my uh, homestay experience. Um, now this was also the only homestay experience I had. Um, overall, I'd say it was a fairly negative experience. But it wasn't so negative that I had to move out. Unfortunately, I've also heard of those stories. Uh, so when I moved out, I pretty much just never looked back. However, um, I am also aware that I was very young. And I was in a new and unfamiliar environment. My homestay mother was single, I think, and uh, looked after three students, including me. If I'm not mistaken, her son moved out just before I arrived. Um, the reason my mom put me there was because they knew each other uh, in Brunei. I think in her mind, it was like putting me with relatives, maybe. Um, there are services that can connect you with host families if you're interested in staying at a homestay. Uh, but in my case, my mom and my homestay mother knew each other. 
Uh, one housemate had already been there for a year or two um, and was studying at Monash University. He actually had a really good relationship with my homestay mother, so I'd say he had a great experience there compared to mine. Uh, the other housemate arrived a few months before me, and we actually went to the same college in preparation for the same university. But we had different classes, so we kind of had different lives, I guess. Uh, it was a fairly sizable house as well. Um, she actually had an extension added to the back. Uh, so there were five rooms, three bathrooms, two living rooms, and a kitchen and dining area. She also had a uh, pretty nice garden that she maintained. Uh, so she gave me the master bedroom with the ensuite. Um, so I had a fairly big room compared to the other two housemates. The main issue I had with it is that the room faced the highway. So it'd be completely silent uh, during the night and then you hear the occasional rumbling of a truck or car or something. Um, and we actually had a telephone line installed in my room so that I could get internet. And this was the case for my other two housemates. Um, it's funny looking back at what we had to do to connect to the internet. Um, I don't remember if this was dial-up or not. Um, it probably was. So cleaning my room and toilet uh, was my responsibility. Otherwise, she maintained the rest of the house, um, she did the groceries, all meals were provided for, she did the laundry. Yeah, I, th I think that's about it. I'm not sure what kind of arrangements my siblings had uh, with their homestay families. So I can't say that this is expected of every homestay. Um, for the most part, it was a pretty comfortable life. Um, However, as I mentioned earlier, there were issues, um, most of which I'm not going to get into. Uh, it was pretty clear my homestay mother and I just didn't get along. Um, looking back, I think she had projected um, her expectations of some kind of studious, pure, uh, obedient, conservative young girl onto me. And clearly, I fell short of her expectations. Yeah, it, it was complicated. But yeah, uh, homestay experiences can be good or bad. Um, unfortunately, mine wasn't that great. All right, moving on. Uh, so let's go back to the other types of student accommodation like hostel or dormitory. So by definition, hostel is a form of low-cost, short-term sociable lodging. Uh, where guests can rent a room with a shared lounge, uh, bathroom, and kitchen. Uh, the word hostel is often used to refer to cheap accommodation for backpackers and travelers. Uh, they do provide private rooms, but you can also rent a bunk bed in a large room with other strangers. So here in Melbourne, uh, we use the word hostel to refer to these cheap accommodation for budget travelers, but we also use it to refer to student accommodation. Uh, dormitory, or dorm for short, is a building on the campus of a university or a college where the students live. Now the word dormitory is considered American English, and even though it's a common word, uh, it's not a word that's used here in Melbourne to refer to student accommodation. 
So if you ask a local if there's a dormitory at Monash University, they will know what you mean, uh, but it's not a term we use here. So terms like student hostel, student accommodation, student housing tend to be used uh, to describe accommodation for students, even if um, they're on campus or not. Now, the weird thing is that one would assume that student accommodation would be cheap, um, but I don't think it is. Uh, there are options to share a room with another student, uh, but quite often it is a private room and sometimes even a studio apartment with a kitchen and private bathroom. Now, I've never had the experience of living in a student hostel, but I have visited friends who did. Um, there is a fun social aspect of it, of course, uh, but for the most part, it sounded like a soap opera as well. Um, for what I remember, there was a fair amount of backstabbing, uh, cheating, miscommunication, uh, arguments, catfights, uh, as you would expect from hundreds of hormonal teenagers living together in a building. So maybe the crap I dealt with uh, at my homestay was more manageable than uh, what I might have to endure if I'd moved to the hostel. Um, one of the benefits of staying at a student accommodation uh, is that they're usually close to the university or college and therefore save on travel time and cost. Uh, in my case, the homestay I lived in was an hour away from the city. I know it's fairly common for people to travel a fair distance for work and study, but looking back, I, I wish my parents actually thought this through. Uh, to think something through is a phrasal verb that means to consider the possible results of doing something. So here I used it in the past tense. I wish my parents thought this through. Uh, I say this because even though the cost of living in the suburbs was cheaper, it wasn't that much cheaper after adding the cost of transportation. It also affected my ability to socialize. I mean, I made friends in class, but I couldn't participate in uh, many social events or hang out with friends as conveniently or as easily as I'd like to. And even when I did, uh, it wasn't convenient at all. Um, buses didn't come by very often. I think, if I remember correctly, I think there was only one bus every hour. And the last bus was at like 7pm in the evenings. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself a social butterfly or an extrovert, but I've come to appreciate that socializing with friends on a regular basis is an important aspect of my life and well-being. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, a foundation year is a one-year pre-university program to help you get into university. In my case, uh, the program I was in was associated with Monash University. Now, you don't need to do this program to get into Monash, uh, but apparently from what I was told anyway, uh, they give preferences to those who did the program. Um, it's also a program that's only available to international students. So although there were other programs uh, apart from foundation uh, available at this college I went to, uh, all my classmates were from overseas. I should explain what college actually means in Australia. 
I know in American English, uh, the word college is the equivalent of what we call a university here in Australia and many other countries. University is a high-level education institution where you can study for degrees and where academic research is done. Uh, the word college in Australia is not a university, but refers to any private or independent primary and secondary school that is different from a state or government school. However, uh, college is most often used to refer specifically to secondary schools rather than primary. So I was enrolled in a foundation program at a college in the city that was a pathway to Monash University. Um, considering that this was almost 20 years ago now, I don't remember much about the people I met in school. Um, I'd lost contact with pretty much everyone. I remember their faces, but I've forgotten most of their names. Uh, so I remember many of my classmates were from Hong Kong. Indonesia, Malaysia, and Singapore. Um, some were from China. And then the rest were from different parts of the world, like Russia, the UAE, South Africa, uh, Japan. Uh, there were others, but I can't remember where they came from. Um, looking back, we actually had a lot of students from Hong Kong. I actually knew someone who was able to improve her Cantonese speaking skills because of it. Um, and I remember what my teachers looked like and my impressions of them, but I don't remember their names. Uh, now, as part of the program, we were required uh, to choose five subjects. However, we only needed um, to pass four in order to graduate. So if you felt you were struggling with one and it was too late to change subjects, you could opt to drop out of the class and focus on the other four. And this was something I ended up doing. Um, so I started with music, ESL, biology, chemistry, and physics. Um, at the time, I wanted to study science. Unfortunately, I really struggled with chemistry and physics, and I eventually uh, dropped physics. Now, I know I'm a native speaker, but because the foundation year was only for international students, uh, ESL was what they offered. Now, if I'm not mistaken, um, I think ESL was also a core subject. Um, a core subject is a compulsory subject that is required for the completion of a course. So this is different to an elective subject, uh, which is optional. Um, ESL was quite interesting. Uh, from what I remember, the curriculum fo focused uh, largely on Aboriginal history and culture. Uh, we studied a book written by an Aboriginal author and watched movies based on relevant themes. Now, being a native speaker didn't make me the best student nor the top of the class. Um, there were other native speakers in the program and there were also different criteria and factors that uh, contributed to the final mark. Um, music was actually quite fun. Um, I used to play the piano and I went up to uh, grade eight, which is the level required uh, to study music in university, I think. Um, I had considered studying music in university, um, but I knew I wouldn't be able to keep up 
with the level of commitment and motivation required. So I didn't go down that pathway. Now, doing music in this program、uh, actually required extra money because you had to pay for music lessons. And because I played the piano, I had to buy one.、Uh, so, more expenses.、Um, unfortunately, it also had the reputation of being a subject、uh, where you can get an easy pass. If I remember correctly, I think about half of the class had no musical background, and elected singing as their choice of instrument.、Uh, when in reality,、uh, one or two were actually classically trained singers. Now most of these people had actually failed the foundation program、um, and had to do the whole thing again, so they choose music to help their grade. We also held a concert, but I don't remember what we did or what songs we sang.、Uh, this was way before recording videos、uh, on your phone <laughs> was a thing.、Um, I remember it was recorded, so there might be a tape somewhere of the concert. Who knows? Anyway,、um, I'll finish this episode here. Subscribe and like if you found this interesting.、Uh, please check out the website and consider supporting Along Came English on Patreon.、Uh, the links are in the description below or on the website. Well, thank you so much for listening.、Uh, stay safe, have a good day, and I'll catch you later. Bye.